0: I'm in Gary Lezak. Welcome to The Forecast with Gary Lezak. That's me. I'm here today with David Naster. We're going to talk to you in a few minutes because you are like a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like I am. You already made, made me laugh. I, I am. Believe. All right. We're going to and talk. a lot more, too. Okay. We'll do that. We'll talk to David in a minute. But listen, this podcast, The Forecast with Gary Lezak is sponsored by Results. Are you doing sand, hand signals? <laughs> Results Personal personal Fitness. Results, personal fitness. David, look at that right there. See that? Okay. That is results because I've been working out with David Slossman for 20 years now. And twice this week, we did chest. We did back and traps. uh, All the personal trainers there. It's at near Headhouse, 135th and Metcalf. Results, personal fitness. They are a great place to go visit and get into great shape. Thank you to David Slossman for helping me do just that. All right. Also, if you want to sponsor this podcast, contact Sandy, Sandy Cohen, Sandy at 810WHB.com. Sandy at 810WHB.com. Great guy, by the way. Yeah, he is. Sandy's a great guy. Yeah. Good buddy. You know him. Yeah, great guy. That's amazing. I, I've known him for a long time, too. He yeah. is. He's a great guy. So contact him, all right, and sponsor this. Put Like this, okay? Uh, subscribe to the, the YouTube channel here, and we'd love to have you. Once again, it's The Forecast with Gary Lezak. Oh, my, we've been on a roll the last few weeks. Uh, we'll get to David in a second, but we're going to talk about long-range weather forecasting. It's called weather2020.com. The LRC, the weather pattern, is cycling regularly. On our first podcast, we made a forecast that Super Bowl week, there would be a storm coming through Arizona where the Super Bowl is. Okay. So that's going to be a big test. I expect a storm to come through Arizona, some rain there about three, two, two to three days before the Super Bowl, right around that week. How do we know that? The weather pattern is cycling regularly. Go to weather2020.com and learn more about it. And we got a great, uh, we have a patent pending data, patent pending model that you can use for your company. On making wise, profitable decisions. So if you're a weather sensitive business, contact us at weather2020.com. All right, it's time to get to our our guest. In the last few podcasts, we talked about Weather 2020. We talked about last week with my partner, Andy Carraway, uh, alcoholism and addiction. A great podcast. You can need to go watch that or listen to that. And today, it is the first week of the new year, and I thought it would be best to have this guy come in that is a comedian. He's got a book. It's called "You Just Have to Laugh." The manual. Yeah, this, the manual. I, is, that, is that? Did I get in my version? Is it the manual? New book. This is a new book because I've got. You just have to laugh. Now we
1: have the manual. Open, open up, and read the table of context so you see the subjects we get at.
0: Okay, the, that's it right there. Right read the Subjects okay. we get at humor. Here are, the, here are the chapters. All right, look at this right there. Okay, This.
1: <laughs> now read it so they know humor people.
0: and laughter. The difference between the two. Right, there's a difference. Oh yeah, <laughs> That's <is> scary. <laughs> Laugh at yourself. Is there a difference between snow and rain, Gary? Um, There's a difference. Same, same, but similarities. One is solid and white, and it causes all kinds of problems. One is wet, and it's beneficial, unless it's too much. Um, There's jokes to be made there, but I won't. Laugh at yourself. (laughs) Key. Okay. That's the key. I know. I I am with you there. We'll talk about that subject. Illness and injury. Very important to laugh through that. Right. And does it heal you? Yes, it can. I can't wait to talk about that. Tough jobs, very tough jobs. Bullying, yes. Danger, yes. Dangerous jobs. Depression and suicide, very important. Death and grief, the hardest one to get through. But benefits, yes. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have nine podcasts to get to today. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And don't forget this one. This is one. That, that, this is one I just finished. Okay. This new book is called "You Just Have to Love." That's the chapter. read the subtitle the meaning of life. And then read the back cover. that what you did. Oh my god. <laughs> Award-winning author David Naster gives Nobel Prize winner Albert Einstein the explanation he searched a lifetime for. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah,
1: on love. What is love it, means. The meaning of life and love. The answers is in that book. Did,
0: did he need to know that? Well, we 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 the, the exhuming. You, you knew Albert Einstein. The exhuming is underway. You're that old. We're exhuming is underway. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and a couple of
1: mediums. We're trying to get a hold of him.
0: Wow, this is a lot to go through today. Now, you know, I have a little cough. I feel a lot better. I'm a hundred percent better, except for I have a little lingering cough. Coughing is like the same level as laughing. So if I cough because you make me laugh too hard, is that have you? Noticed no, it's not. That? Is
1: that the, did you know twenty seconds of laughter? Is worth three minutes of rigorous exercise, scientifically proven, Dr. William Fry. Wow. 20 seconds of hard laughing is worth three minutes of rigorous exercise. If you don't believe me, you want you and I to laugh now as hard as we can for 20 seconds? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh come on are you serious no. oh, is, that thr- is, that 30- is that 30 seconds the producers laugh we got him going too is that 30 seconds oh that's buddy we just lost four pounds oh my god oh i feel <laughs> it I
1: Wow. So 20 seconds of hard laughter <laughs> is with three minutes of rigorous exercise. Scientifically proven. That's a <laughs> fact, Jack. I always tell audiences, I can make you laugh to your, I can make you laugh to your cry. If I can make you laugh to your oh. skinny, I would be worth a lot more than go. I am.
0: There you go. That's that, amazing. That, that,
1: that's if I, now humor, yeah. humor is, humor is completely different. Right. Humor is all the way you think. Okay. In, in a joke. That's all the way it yeah. is.
0: I agree. So. So, um, you know, it, it says that you were a theater and psychology major in college. University of Kansas. I went to. I, I, I was,
1: I was actually a, a psychology major, and I figured I'd rather <laughs> make fun of people than help them. I became a comedian. Wow. that's a true story. Oh my goodness! And then the more I, Gary, I found out about how humor and laughter help people. Everything I learned about psychology started coming out, and so that's why I went after all those tough subjects. Why humor and laughter help you get through it? They don't cure it. You can never cure. Fear. You can never cure sadness. What, it helps you move through it.
0: Right. Now, uh, two podcasts ago, I talked about The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Actually, there's five now. Did you know? There's a fifth one. I know. I saw. I've got that book, The Fifth <laughs> okay. Agreement. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. That the, the, was rude to interrupt the no, guest. It, Excuse me. You're the guest. You can interrupt me all <laughs> oh, that's you want. What I forget. Okay? I forget. <laughs> this is your sh- segment.
1: I'm not used to this yeah. doing my own podcast. I know. Usually
0: you usually do your own podcast, and it's okay. I'm letting you go. But uh, in the four agreements, is be impeccable with your word, which is don't lie to you or your, yourself or others and be, you know, that's without sin, okay? Don't lie. Don't make assumptions. Don't take things personally and always be at your best. Yes. Okay, so this don't make assumptions, don't take things personally and always be at your best from two podcasts ago, is really what you're saying is you just no, I'm have... Not. They're completely different. But you say you just have to let that... <laughs> Gary, they're different. Gary, they're different because I studied I that guy. I know okay. they're, they're, they're I different. Know, I understand the difference, so I want you to tell me the difference. But you said in chapter 2, I'm just getting to your <laughs> chapters here. Okay, It says chapter 2, page 26, and it's 10 pages long. <laughs> Laugh at yourself. Key. Okay. So if you're laughing at yourself, that I means you're not taking yourself so seriously... Okay, so tell us why this is so important. When you laugh at
1: yourself, when you laugh at the dumb things you do, all of a sudden you don't bring any shame to yourself. When you laugh at the dumb things you do, and then all of a sudden you go, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I'm no better, I'm no worse, and it humbles you. And that that way, when you can laugh at yourself and laugh anything, any emotion you're carrying doesn't own you. You own it. Right. Because you're laughing at it. You're out thinking it and you're looking it in the face and laughing at you. Right. That's the same thing that humor does in bullying. Can we get to that right yeah. now? Okay. If somebody comes up and says something to you, again, th- th- that tries to be rude, you out you, you outthink them. I've had somebody come up to me and say when I was bigger, well, let's get to the workout stuff later because I lost all this weight. But when somebody would come up to me and go, you know, you're fat. and I, and I would. How, look, how did you take that? Your eyesight is perfect.
0: Wow! <laughs> thank you. You are correct. That, that here's
1: what that does. That w- what that does is that that lets them know not only you you don't bother me, and also I can outthink you. I'm way ahead of you on that. Right. That's why you have to laugh. See now, if I was if I was felt bad about myself being fat, if I didn't like myself being fat, and and that bothered me, then I'm going to strike out at that person because I've I got all that all the anger inside right. of me. I feel fine about myself. You say something, you're fat. Yeah, you, you're right. Yeah. And see, I, I also said you're fat and go, no, I'm not. Right. I'm
0: a nutritional overachiever. Oh, there you go. You overachieve at nutrition. You really <laughs> did. Vertically
1: challenged. But now you have really lost
0: a lot of weight 47 pounds. Wow. That is amazing. 47 pounds. Yeah. When I saw you got out of your car today, I was like, my gosh, dude. David, it Look looks great. Thank you. So but don't but you know, it's not what I think, remember? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, right. On the guest today. <laughs> He's the best. See, I love you, it. you gotta think that <laughs> yourself. But uh no, that that's fascinating. I in my career, way I go back to way back. This is like twenty five years ago when I worked at Fox Four, lots of years ago. And uh one of the anchors I worked with we we were at a Christmas party and We had this tape that I thought was the funniest thing ever. I laughed so hard because this anchor would say, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. Every interview, every show, lots of times where I'm talking to this person, and I don't want to expose who this person is because I don't want this person to take it personally again. But at- Because he would most definitely. At the party, (laughs) when it came up to that segment where it was like 20 most definitelys in a row- Yeah. The crowd's laughing, but this anchor was not. They, it got, and I felt bad. I didn't realize it was going to be taken so personally, and and not realize that there was a funny side to that. That's why I did it. Great, but great point, my friend. And here's what it is: if you're
1: going to tease somebody, you better know them, and they better know you. Right. Somebody didn't know that he takes himself a little more seriously than that. That is a secret, and
0: I, uh, all the time well, you I have knew to that, know. But you have to know but that I thought because we worked together, I thought it was going to be okay, but it was not. How did you get out of that? Did anybody apologize to him? Three weeks of uh, the silent treatment from this person, but <laughs> I had to suffer. Uh, Gary, the consequences. I, th- I think
1: that that is a great point in doing that. You know, but
0: well, I didn't take that personally.
1: A lot like, oh, of times, why. people, guys like to tease. Men like to tease because they want to see what you got as a busting your chops and they want to see what you got. And when you come back to him and let, let him let you know that, yeah. then it doesn't bother. I have a buddy of mine uh, that said, you know, I say, I said to my buddy, Hey Mark, thanks for, uh, thanks for paying for the meal. And he said to me, he said, well, I, well, I, I know since you're a Jew, you'd never pay for the meal. Now, now, <laughs> amazing. now, now I know him. He's well, right. We, and I said, well, see, that shows you how smart we are. Cause people like you will pick up the check. Yeah. See, and, and I come right back at that's him. Amazing. And see, that's a problem. When people tease each other, sometimes you don't really sure if they're teasing or they're not teasing. Right. Or if they mean it or they don't. Right. The secret, ladies and gentlemen, Good The point. Secret I want to hear the secret. You have to know them, and they have to know you, and right. have to know your intention. Right. If you bust chops with – you and I will tease each other. We know, hey, Davis, this right. having fun? Gary's just having fun.
0: Right, exactly. And if
1: we don't know each other, most definitely, right. they're going to get upset.
0: Right. There you go. Most definitely. <laughs> they're going to be uh, upset. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> so you've been an American comedian. You've been on Norwegian cruise lines. Norwegian, Royal Caribbean. Okay. I've, been, I've been on them. Okay. I, on these cruise lines. And I have been – on cruises, I think three of them now. I wish I was been on ten more because I just really love them. But uh, we went to uh, a cruise on the in the Caribbean, and then it was when I first met Andy, really. And then we won the bingo game where we won a free cruise for two. Believe it or not, that's a whole other story. Wow. But so we went to Alaska, and then we went on one other uh, Caribbean cruise, but a uh, oh, no, Mexican Riviera cruise. But the comedian on these cruise ships. I mean, if you haven't been on a cruise before, the comedian makes or breaks the cruise So because it's like you look forward to going to the first night. I don't know how many nights you came on uh, before a show, but you come on, and the comedian sort of says, Hey, everyone, how you doing? We're going to get started on this cruise. Uh, tell us how that was for you, and 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 was it fulfilling? That's a lot of years, 25, 30 years of being on cruise lines. Um, it had to have been at least some fun for you. Well, it was
1: fun, you know, and you make a great point. So I had to go on opening night, which is not easy because people just traveled all day and Disgressed. and and and, they, they, and I get there, and so I would say to them, do you do you did you go to the safety meeting today? Did you worry? I said I never worry because I tell you what, what makes me feel safer than anything, that that life is. you know, that I'm stranded in the middle of the ocean. I, it's not the life vest that makes me feel safe. It's the whistle on the left <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Of course, they're, they're laughing because I'm going, shh, 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 shh. Oh, oh. And I said, and I said... Uh, and, uh, Is I, this I'm, before I, the Titanic movie? I said, I'm, I'm not going to be rescued by a ship. I'm going to be rescued by a school of dolphins. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then I say, don't play with their blowhole. They don't like that. Oh. Unless you got singles, but that's another joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what, what I did right there was made a joke, and I said, there's a joke right there for the big kids, and that's humor. And I and I said, see that joke for the singles joke. You got mom and dad. Your kids don't get it. If they said, what does that mean? Go. He's just being funny. He's just right. being silly to do that. That's humor right there to do over that. And I said, and then th- then I added to that joke later and said, when you blow the whistle, all you're doing is calling the sharks in for a f- for a feeding Ooh, frenzy. Yeah,
0: there you, you know, go.
1: See. I did that but then that didn't get the big laugh about the dolphins cuz people are afraid of sharks so I let right. it go. So it's my job on a cruise ship to welcome the people because you know uh they're not an audience. They're guests. Right. And you got to remember that as a comedian. Interesting. I can't do I got to keep my comedy on a leash.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I can't do whatever I want to say and do because those people are the guests of when I was with Norwegian Cruise Lines in Royal Caribbean great people. I they're guests, I got to treat them accordingly. Wow. And make sure that they laugh.
0: Yeah. And did you have fun doing it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's a blast. Are yeah. you
1: kidding? I saw yeah. more sunsets than I ever thought I'd see. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful, <laughs> beautifully, and the and the buffets
0: is why I got so fat. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no wonder. And now you don't do cruises anymore. And you look at what's <laughs> happened to you. Yeah. Forty seven pounds. Forty seven pounds, Betty. That's amazing. That's Not great. only that, the
1: other day, Gary Lezak, you know what I did, man? Three hundred push ups off the ground. You. 300 push-ups. Not the on ground. the
0: ground, but off the ground. Off the, <laughs> so, I'm so, on the ground.
1: So your, your hands were,
0: were off the ground? <laughs> yeah.
1: So you were in the air. That's a whole new a new okay, podcast. So anyway, t- t- t-
0: did you really do 300 push-ups? I
1: did. I did three sets. I did uh, four sets of 30,
0: uh, four sets wow. of 25, wow. and four sets of uh, 20. Man, that is great. And in, in over a period of 25 minutes. Could you do 30 right now? I could. I know. We're not going to do it because the camera's not going to see us. But, uh, you want me to move the mic? I'll do it right we can here. Both, the- one <laughs> of us at a time up here, I can do 30 push-ups. Could gotcha. you? But 300 push-ups is a huge, great workout. I mean, David Schlossman at our sponsor results would tell you that a, 200 push-ups was a great workout. So if you get to 300, yeah. even if it's five sets of 30, you know, and yeah. that would be 150, and 15 sets of 10. That was that. after a three-mile walk. <laughs> Well, no wonder you lost forty-seven pounds. Sure. So. Yeah,
1: but you know, Gary, you and I both know you want to lose weight. The secret to losing weight is not doing all that. The secret of what goes in your pie hole.
0: Right. That's the secret. Right. You got to work out, but you also have to eat healthy yeah, so, and smart. You got to eat smart. Right. I, one of my I've got a really good friend, um, uh, Maria. She is a nutritionist, and she's helped me stay healthy by getting by going through my whole thing. But that's a whole other podcast. And, and, and you know what I drank to, to say healthy? I drank the coffee
1: from Camp Lejeune.
0: There you go. <laughs> from Camp Lejeune. Don't
1: you know about all the lawsuits with yeah. water? So one of your chapters... He didn't even get that. I
0: it. went right... Right went, past
1: him. Right shoop, past so him. say it again. The Camp Lejeune... So every other commercial is either to try to upgrade your Medicare or, right. or, or, or sue Camp Lejeune for the water. Right. The, the military guys, right? See, the, the, water, the water was a problem. The coffee was fine. Okay. Actually, the coffee's so dark it could be water. And be I Be careful.
0: Know. The wonder you're moving <laughs> so fast. So tell us about this chapter, Tough Jobs. What is that in there? Tough Jobs would be...
1: Cops, firefighters, first responders. Wow, you know, and st- jobs that they did. I had a podcast that I did it, it, it with, with especially being here in Kansas City, with Mark Williams. Mark Williams was the last guy pulled out of the Hyatt alive. He was under ten hours. The guy that pulled him out, a part of the team. Was this is in the 1980s.
0: 1981. 1981.
1: Uh, 1981. Uh, July 17th, 1981. Part of the team that pulled him out, a guy, his name was Ray Wynn, on the Kansas City, Missouri Fire Department. I had them meet on camera 31 years later. No way. Wow. And and Mark, here's an example people have to remember about humor, is Mark Williams, they pull him out after 10 hours of being under concrete and steel. His legs, Gary, are over his shoulders like a contortionist. They pull him out, and the first thing he says is they said, how you doing? And he said, look at that. My Timex took a licking and kept right on. Tickin'. No way. That's exactly what he said. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's exactly
1: amazing. what he said.
0: Wow. And you brought them together. Brought and them together. How did you decide to do that?
1: How did I decide to do it? Yeah. Well, Ray wins a Kansas City, Missouri firefighter. And I started interviewing firefighters, how humor and laughter helped them get through a difficult time. And then I interviewed first responders. And here, here's the key. They have the and, and cops have the most incredible, funny senses of humor. Because they are in a gallows situation. That's why they call it gallows humor.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. that
1: it's called gallows humor. So they have to find a way. And as Paul Nauberg has said, a great friend who was an EMT, he said, David, we're not laughing because it's funny. We're finding humor to work through our emotions so we can do our job. Wow. So the laughter and humor, Gary, what it does was it frees them. Remember I said if you own it, it doesn't own you. So when you start laughing at it, you now own the situation. You're not emotionally involved, and you can do your job. Because if you see something, what happens is is we get so paralyzed by fear or sadness, we can't move. When you laugh at it, you own it, you flip it around, and you can, at the moment, you can do. What you don't see with firefighters and first responders and EMTs is later after the scene, they are crying. Right. They are upset. Yeah. The the emotion— they know to flip it around. That's the value of humor
0: wow. and laughter. You you made me think of something because you know I've I've visited people in the hospital over the years. I've only had to be in the hospital a few a few times myself, but um, I've visited people in the hospital, and there seems to be a theme from the patient. Most of them, because some of them are miserable. Yeah, I'm sure you've. And they were in, they were miserable before they were sick. Before <laughs> that, but a lot of people that can laugh at themselves. Um, Andy's dad, sometimes when he's in the hospital, I, I watch him interact with the nurses. He often finds humor and and try he sounds like he's trying to be a comedian because he's trying to make his situation as fun as possible. There you go. I mean, I've noted now you just brought that up that a, most of the time that seems to be the, the if you to get through it, it, that's that's an important factor.
1: very important because again, if you get you can get paralyzed by the fear or the sadness. Or even anger, you can get paralyzed by it. When you laugh at it, it's gone again. Once again, you own it. Right. It doesn't own
0: you. Wow. I mean, there's, that's pretty deep.
1: That and that's where the psychology part came into me, and yeah. that's why I and and Gary, I didn't dream this stuff up on a mountain. I've talked to so many people that have helped me get through it, helped me understand it, and then then um, you can do it. Now that's a great point. When you go to see somebody in the hospital, you better know them. Okay, you heard me talk about my friend Ray Wynn, the, the guy that pulled uh, part of the team. Right. I go to Ray's house. Ray Ray was dying of cancer. He did die. He died of uh, three different cancers they think that happened that he got off the job. Anyway, there's Ray. I didn't realize at the time he had two weeks to live, but he's there. And I know him well. We're great friends. And I went in there. And and I said, Gene, can I go in and talk to him? She said, sure. And he's laying there. He's kind of in and out. But I, said, I grabbed his hand and said, man, we've been buddies a long time. He goes, yeah, man. He said thanks for everything and i said ray you're one of my best friends but i have to ask you before you're no longer here i got to ask you something because brother dave you can ask me anything i said can i have your vet
0: after you die <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he laugh he went Oh. <laughs> only you oh. he said
1: he said only you and he started laughing that's because good that's because that's you relationship. as
0: you said earlier you knew each other we knew each other you knew that was going to be kn- just fine Yeah, and you know and funny we
1: had some laughs you know we hugged there's tears too but but that was it you have to know them. now just in reverse a buddy of mine goes into see this is all true that's why i tell the everything in the book's all true stories people i interviewed A buddy of mine goes to see his best friend in the hospital, just got his leg amputated to diabetes. Nothing funny about that. Right. He walks in. There's his buddy laying in bed with one leg. My friend walks in, Tim. He's crying. The guy laying in bed is laughing. He said, how can you laugh at a moment like this? He goes, how can I not laugh? Read that card somebody just sent me. He picked up the card read, get well soon. I hope you get back up on your feet. Crossed out feet and wrote foot. Oh,
0: Oh God! You're gonna make <laughs> cough and laugh. Oh boy! And,
1: and that's really, he said, really amazing. He said, he said, "How can you laugh at stuff like that?" Yeah. You know what the guy with one Lake said? He goes, "How can I not laugh?" Yeah. He said, "I got it. That's how I yeah. choose to deal with it. Right. Just like Andy's dad. Right. That's how he chooses to deal with it. Right. And 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 it is a conscious choice. Yeah. You just have to laugh. You know who also taught me that? I got invited to the real." Patch Adams' house, the, the Robin Williams portrayed yeah, Patch, yeah. the real Patch Adams, invited me to his home. Wow! He heard about you just have to laugh what we're doing, and he invited me to his home. And he told me the same thing. He said using humor and laughter is a conscious choice. Yeah, it's a choice you have to make. Once you make that choice, it's okay. Some people aren't going to get it. My mom didn't get it. My mom, my mom is was was dying, and she said she said, "Honey, I don't want to live anymore. I just don't want to live anymore." I just, it's, I'm miserable. I can't remember things. I can't, I just don't want to, she kept going. I said, mom, please, I can't put a pillow over your head. I'll go to prison.
0: <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. she said, Did and she said, laugh? she said, David, that's not funny. I, oh. said, I said,
1: mom, that's kind of funny. That is kind of funny. <laughs> she said, well, it's you. I understand.
0: Oh, <laughs> so that was her way of getting some of the humor. I yeah. Love it.
1: Th- but I knew her in, in doing that. But even, even before, I mean, uh, but I knew her. My, my mom is. Uh, she called. The, my mom was was getting dementia, and she, she was suffering from it. My, matter of fact, one time she saw me, didn't recognize me, and it terrified. That's her. Yeah, wow. It was sad, oh. and so I and I learned this from people in hospice. I said, "Mom, you how do you want me to approach this? Do you want me to introduce myself when you come?" She goes, "Honey, would you? Of course, you know." And so she called me, and and Gary, with all the dementia and Alzheimer's, she could what my you know what. In, in in gin rummy every wow, day even to the of end of the
0: week that's amazing
1: she calls me and she said honey come on up and i came up and she said um they're gonna give me some morphine and some other stuff and so uh, i may be gone in four days hmm. and i said i understand i understand mom um could you do me a favor she goes what's that i said could you have them double the doses well i said so maybe i could just beat you with gin rummy before you go oh,
0: <laughs> oh. oh. And, and she loved it and yeah. she
1: laughed because I knew her. Yeah. Now, here's the great thing. I have sadness when I think about my mom and yeah. dad dying. Yeah. But I also have that humorous moment that we shared. Yeah. And, I, and That's I, what you need to take
0: with you. And I tell you
1: what, Gary, that's, a, that's that yeah. one of the best laughs I ever got.
0: Yeah, you need to take that with you. That's amazing. I want to go back to the beginning of your life. I mean, were you a comedian when you five, 5, 8, 10 years old? I mean, what, what happened that, that, that spawned this, this amazing journey you've been on? Gary, I realized I had the
1: ability to make people laugh. You know, I wanted people to laugh. Wow. I wanted to get them to laugh,
0: so they wouldn't laugh at me because I Ooh. was fat. Wow! So you—that's that was. I went deep. I went deep. You literally I went thought, in there. Did you think that way, or did you? Did it just happen?
1: It, it's way? it's completely on the. I realized that if I was making fun of, if I was making people laugh and doing that, they weren't making fun of me. Right. But I learned a skill, right. and so I, I went on to be in my in my uh, uh, middle school, uh, seventh, eighth, ninth grade class president high school sophomore uh, uh, junior class president. Wow. Why? Cuz I got to go out and do Bill Cosby and Flip Wilson routines.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So I got to make people laugh. There you my go. mom helped me write a joke in 1964. Wow, when you were two?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was uh, I was in the 7th uh, grade. Okay. Here's here's the joke. I said, "I'm not going to make you any campaign promises." But if the Beatles have a free night, I'll see what I can
0: do. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: that's a jokes, you know, yeah. and I'm seventh grade making – and, and, and I'm getting them to laugh. There you go. When you get people to laugh, they like you. It draws you in. Right. You know, when you get people to laugh uh, – Bowen White taught me this, Dr. Bowen White. You know, you, laughter is the best social lubricant you can have. You get somebody to laugh, you share ideas, you're sharing this stuff. Right. All of a sudden now you have a connection
0: that you wouldn't have. That's a, that's a value of humor and laughter. You've got to feel good down 47 pounds. I mean, <laughs> you've got to feel good about that. Well, you know,
1: one of the greatest things, Gary, when, when you do that, and you know, you show your biceps and do that, nobody can take that accomplishment away from you. Right. You did it. You have the accomplishment. Yeah. Twenty years you've been working out.
0: I know, I've been working out a long time longer than that, but I've had this trainer uh, personal <laughs> uh, results yeah. uh, for twenty years. He's he's been amazing. He yeah. keeps me. I had hernia surgery, and he still is like. You got to get back in there. I'm like, you're gonna make me hurry and come back out. But you, you, you it want me never to... came back out. By the way, I can okay. make you
1: laugh about bodybuilders. Really? Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. You ever notice the guys that are bodybuilders when they're performing? They look like they're constipated. Yeah. Watch, Watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You can, you can do that now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I can do that. Uh oh, I gotta wait. Wait, I gotta go.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. So you have a podcast. It's called You Just Have to Laugh. right? You just have to laugh. And
1: And it focuses on, it focuses on how, how, about how humor and laughter will help you get through a difficult time. But I added some things to that humor, laughter, music, faith, and helping others. Okay. All those things when you help others all of a sudden you can get through the difficult things in life because we're all going through them you're not getting yeah. out of it
0: no, no you're not getting at anything no we're gonna no. make it to the end
1: you're gonna make it to the end and you That's know right. that, that, and, might and, as well
0: enjoy every day and laugh and that mortality rate brother yeah. is a steady hundred percent hey nobody getting out of that I one. know it's true so can we lose like 40 pounds right now and just laugh for 30 seconds you want to laugh for Let's just seconds? one more time I just don't you think <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh. oh my god. Can you believe this bit? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, my gosh. When I was 13 years old, I had size 13 feet.
1: (laughs) You try that every day with your family, kids, whoever you're with, and you wake up every day, close the day off with that, you're going to sleep and live better.
0: All right. Hey, you just have to laugh.
1: David Naster. don't forget, you just have to love. Yeah. Very important. You know, if
0: I can laugh and love, I'm good. You won. All right. You won. Let's all win in this game of life that we have. Cheers. All right, everyone. Once again, if you want to sponsor this podcast, Go to contact Sandy Cohen, Sandy at 810WHB.com. Um, results, personal fitness. Yes, I'm proud, and I am I need to get stronger and bigger. That's what I'm going to do this year, right, I, and healthier. You're going to get stronger and bigger? Yeah. You want to get bigger? Well, I don't know. Do I not need to be? No. Okay. No. David, did You're you hear hunk. that? You're a hunk
1: of hunk of burning man right now, oh, Gary Lisek.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, it's called The Forecast with Gary Lezak. And once again, sponsored by Results Personal Fitness, 135th of Metcalf. David Schlossman, Don, and all the the guys over there, thank you so much. And, hey, we'll see you next week. (laughs) Laugh. (laughs) And cough.